Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the wizarding world. Be warned, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Bayana. I'm Robin. We were really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the books, but today we're discussing Act 1, Scenes 1 through 7 of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, and excitement has nothing to do with it. But first, we have some announcements and reminders. This is an interactive podcast, so we want to know your thoughts, so please feel free to tweet along with us. Use the hashtag WizardTeam on Twitter to join the conversation. Love our blog, love Wizard Team. have a few extra galleons lying around. Donate to Black Girls Create, check out our new Patronus perks, and send us a cheering charm at blackgirlscreate.org slash donate. And we have Black Girls Create merch, so head over to our website to step up your nerd, fashion, and stationary game. If you want to support us but don't have the funds to do so, rate and review us on iTunes. Also, subscribe to Black Witches Weekly, our newsletter curated by Wizard Bay Deborah, with nerd news and links to what's been going on. So if you want to be in the know, be sure to subscribe. You can do that at blackgirlscreate.org. And now for Wizard Team News. Uh, so because we love trash more than we love ourselves, um, we've decided that if we receive $50 in cheering charms, we will use that money to tackle the Fantastic Beast screenplays after we finish The Cursed Child. Um, Why did we decide that? I don't know. It was a late. It was late at night, and we shouldn't we be allowed talking. to talk late Anytime at night. Robin and I hang out. It like is half a meeting, and then we just decide things. And then later, we're like, "Yeah, we said we'd do this." And then Connie and Deli are like, "But why?" And we're like, "That's a good question." <laughs> it made we talked it through. We did. We did, and we decided that it made a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. So we, but we, but we will only do it if we receive because we're not gonna like. Use our own use money. Our, we're not going to use our own money, one. We're not going to just use the money we already got, because that just feels like we could use that towards different things. But if y'all want to do it for specifically the Fantastic Beasts screenplay, $50 will, um, is basically what will um, pay for, like, two copies um, like, so of the original, of, like, the first one and the second. Um, screenplays, yes. Yeah, so it'll it'll allow us to buy the books, and then the rest of it we got. Cause, so know. if you get 10 of your friends to put $5 each down for this mess, we out here. Yeah. Delia. Not, we'll find something else to do. Delia That's in the chat problem. says, for the record, this Fantastic Beast scheme has nothing to do with me. <laughs> um, because this Cursed Child scheme has everything yeah. to do with her. She was so. actually the one who said, but why? <laughs> When we, when we said it, and it, you know, that's rich. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you. <laughs> so, yeah, that's just a thing. Um, if you want us to love ourselves, don't give us that money. Um, but if you want cool content, then like. Mess. Yeah. Mess on a global scale. Do that. Um, international scale. Mm-hmm. Mess on an international scale. Mm-hmm. We also have magical birthdays. So, Saturday is Karen's birthday. Um, happy birthday. If you, dear reader, listener (laughs) um would like to hear your name in these birthday shout outs make sure to let us know when your birthday actually is because um we neither one of us got um owls or newts and divination so we're gonna need you to let us know you can email us weblackandnerds at gmail.com you could reach out on twitter slack facebook whatever just you know send us now let us know your birthday and we will shout you out but this Saturday, we're all celebrating Karen. Yes. Shout out to you. Um, previously. Previously on Wizard Team. Um, Albus Potter is the worst. <laughs> Understatement, actually. Yeah, he's like, he's, he's like, he's terrible. 
We um, were talking about who the cursed child was, um, and everyone th- seems to think that Albus is the cursed child, but I was like, actually, I think it was a play on words, and Harry is cursed with this child. <laughs> it just doesn't sound as good. Harry Potter and cursed with this child. That's true. Um, but that's what's going on. Yeah. Um, Harry is trying to be a good dad. So but, hard. But he's being, a, he has to, he has Albus, so. <laughs> that's, you know. There's only so much you can do, yeah. you know? Um, he's like, reading the Amla. Going and like seeing what Oprah got to say. Mm-hmm. He's got the health, the self help books, the Doctor Phil on lock, and yet still. Yeah, Amos Diggory is still out here for some reason, and is like convinced that like for some, but what is super important and like should be top priority for the Ministry of Magic um, is going back in time to bring Cedric back of all the atrocities, and then. Somehow the rumor mill at like in the Wizarding World is mad accurate. So they did find a time turner and everybody knows it. And because of that, Albus is like, well, looks like we got to go save Cedric for whatever reason. And (laughs) I think that's it. Scorpius is cool, though. If you, um, sorry, if you're not in our Slack, we have this thing with Slack bots uh, and like the canned responses um, and they've run amok. So Delia just said, Amos stays needing a nap. And then our Slack bot said, age like milk. Nice. <laughs> did that? Who else? Nicole did that. <laughs> Nicole did that. I can't. Uh, um, yeah. What else happened? Hermione is the minister of magic and black. Um, her daughter Rose is also black, but also the worst. But she's, a, well, uh, she's, but she's also a Weasley. She's yeah. She's a slither. Oh oh. Um, um, Scorpius is a is a great is a cinnamon roll, but is a um is a Hufflepuff with a Ravenclaw moon. And Albus is a Gryffindor, but is really upset that he was sorted in Slytherin when he could have just asked to be put in Gryffindor. Yes. So there's that. Um, Ron, we don't know him. The the writers don't know him. Nobody knew him. Nobody never knew him. him. So that's unfortunate. Who is he even? No one knows. Um, I feel like, oh, and then there's that one girl, Delphi Diggory, which I meant to ask you, are we spoiling Delphi or no? Yeah. No. I realized we don't that know. we didn't do it in the Latin, in Act 1. Um, and I mean, but and, we are not keeping the secrets, and like, know, we, haven't, like, are we, we haven't read it, but we are talking about, so a lot of things we're like, we are actually reading this for the first time, so yeah. we're not like spoiling, but like we know, and I think I also mentioned that she flies. <laughs> Well, no, no, but you, we have not, I don't think we have. Maybe you did, but I don't think we've, like, it was explicitly said it. So then I think my question is, like, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast and all of our knowledge of whatever, and we know what is going to happen. And so are we spoiling it, or are we going to let the few folks who don't know be surprised, is my question. Tough one. Because I, I realized, like, listening back to the last I also, episodes, like, I'm that thinking that, like... The actual reveal for me, I'm really looking forward to Imani's reaction. So yeah, let's right. not. So we're not going to. Okay. We're not going to do it. Cool. Um, do I wanted to go back. So uh, last Wednesday, we decided that we were going to ask you because uh, um, in Act One we spent a lot of time talking about how the could have been a trio were missorted, um, and so we put it, you know very scientifically out on Twitter and put a poll up. <laughs> so Albus Severus Potter, 
Um, 36 votes, 58% said Gryffindor. Um, Scorpius, Hyperion. Hyperion makes me think of, like, books. You know, the Hyperion collection? Um, Scorpius, Hyperion, Malfoy, 61% Hufflepuff. And Rose Granger Weasley was 46% Slytherin, 44 votes. So. Yeah. But everything, everyone could agree, though, that Albus is not a Ravenclaw. So that was. (laughs) That was great. Zero votes (laughs) for Ravenclaw, which is great. Um, But yeah, so we all are in agreement that we don't know what's going on with these kids, but Miss Sorting is definitely (laughs) one of the things. Things happening. Um, oh, do we have to get started now? Um, no, not yet, because we can break for our sponsors. Oh, thank you. All right, now let's actually let's do it. Um, so Act Two, Scene One. It's another dream. Uh, the cupboard under the stairs in Privet Drive. What's well, Opportunia? Um, yelling at Harry about the pots not being clean and them being a disgrace and making him wake up. Um. And Harry's, young Harry's like, what time is it? Time enough. You know, when we agreed to take you in, we hoped we could improve you, build you, make you a decent human being. So I suppose it's only ourselves we've got to blame that you've turned out such a limp disappointment. Which I'm like, yikes. But also, like, we've seen this. But also, I was thinking, like, with better writing, I would have actually liked to see something like this in the book. Sure. Um, So we see, like, his overall, we get, like, very much the sense of his overall, like, situation with the Dursleys but we don't really get a conversation with her, him and Petunia um in which Petunia shows her ass yeah, as explicitly say, I feel like the verbal abuse comes mostly from Vernon yeah um so there's that so yeah I get what you yeah mean. but like written better right I mean also. the other thing too is, is like it's kind of out of nowhere because he's just waking up yeah. And he's like, so you're just a terrible human right <laughs> off that. Like, dang. I, mean, I will I say. Mean, I guess, like, not to say that that's not realistic, but it's definitely like, I think they're also trying to like, it's a dream. So we right. like. Put all of the subtext as text. Yeah. I will say that like, one of the things that um, I vividly remember from my childhood was that if I did not do the dishes, my dad used to work like crazy hours. So he would leave for work at like 3.30 in the morning. And if we didn't do the dishes, he would wake us up. <laughs> Before he left for work and sit there and watch us like finish the kitchen, and yet somehow it's happened. It happened multiple times. Like you would think the one time, and I'd be like, "You That's got it. it. I I learned the lesson, father. You right." Yes, you did. Um, That's funny because he wasn't time. abusive at all. No, no, no. no. You yeah. know, and he would just sit there and be like, "I'm disappointed," <laughs> and I wouldn't have to wake you up if you just did what you needed to do before you went to bed. That's true. Um, yeah, I mean that's funny though because my dad. Uh, would tell Akira to wash dishes and then she would start them and then she would moan and groan about it being late. And then my dad would have already like gone to his room or whatever, gone to bed, and then she would just like leave them. <laughs> and then the next morning he would be doing the dishes. And I remember my stepmom, like when she realized, she was like, didn't you ask her to <laughs> Back to the abusive doing yes. the dishes. Yeah. Um, I try, says young Harry. Petunia says, trying is not succeeding though, is it? There are grease smears on the glasses. There are scuff marks on the pot. Now get up and go to the kitchen and get scrubbing. Um, so he gets out of bed, and then we find out that he's wet the bed. Um, and Harry's like, I'm sorry. I think I was having a nightmare. Uh, you disgusting boy. Only animals wet themselves. Animals and disgusting little boys. This is like, 
Not true. Not true, but also and like, I mean, it, I mean. Not helpful. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. Like, again, though, just like going back to what you were talking about, about like us getting, like, I, when you read Sorcerer's Stone, things are like super, like they're like extra, mm-hmm. but also really broad and like vague in a way that makes it so that it's not as disturbing if that makes sense like yeah. you know that they're you're like oh the nurses are the worst um but this is a little bit more um, and it's always the narrator it's like right like harry like said something sassy and then petunia like went to hit him with a, a, a frying pan but like the narrator's telling you that this is happening and it's not like petunia being like i will beat you with this pan you know what i mean like it's not it's done like kind of through like an omnipotent observer yeah. or um uh what are they called? Omniscient, like a yeah. person. But like also like a neutral observer observer is like this is actually what's happening yeah. as opposed and so the and then like I said, like a lot of the verbal abuse comes from Vernon, but it's also like you're bad blood, mm-hmm. not you're disgusting and an animal. Yeah. Which is like totally um Delia says it um, it feels so unnecessary. It does. And though. Amani's like, everything about this is unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And then I think, yes. But I also think that like, the weird thing is, is I'm like, finally we get Petunia. Yes. Doing this. I think, I think to, to their point though, too, is, is like, it, it's one of the things that like, uh, Fantastic Beast um, <laughs> falls like victim to is trying to fit too many things into yes. one thing. Um, and it's part of the reason why this play is too fucking moot, like two plays as opposed <laughs> to just like edit and figure out the story you're trying to tell and tell that story. Yeah. Um, it's definitely just a way to put Petunia in this, in, in there the play. And to like have Harry be like worrying about things in the past. And like, I get that, but it feels like if you needed him to dream and like be worrying about, um, as well, like he, it might've been said already, but it might maybe not, but like mm-hmm. this dark cloud around his son, like if that, like you could have that without having this. This, yeah. yeah. Just, like, also, you know, reading it to see what could actually go. <laughs> this could go. Most of it. Um, so Harry's like, oh, I had a dream about my mom and dad. I think I saw them die. So I'm assuming he says, and why would I have the slightest bit of interest in that? Which is, like, not even a reaction. Garbage. Um, and then Harry's, like, talking about there's a man shouting, and he's trying to, like, say Avada Kedavra, I guess. Yeah. But that also seems weird because... We know that he only remembered the green light and like a high laugh, but that's it. They never read these books. I don't know why you right. try to right. make them. He's talking about the noise of a snake hissing. There was no snake. Nope. There. there you know, like I just, okay. Um, anyway, he's describing what he heard and Petunia has to take a moment to reset herself. Um, so at least then you see kind of like. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's like, if you were really reliving their death, all you would hear would be a screech of brakes and horrific thud. Um, your parents died in a car accident, you know that. And then all the stuff, she's like, go, you know, clean yourself, clean the kitchen, bye. She exits. Um, and then the stage contorts and trees rise as the dream twists into something else entirely. So suddenly Alice appears and stands looking at young Harry. And then right from the back of the room, Parseltongue whispers around everyone. He's coming. He's coming. Words said with an unmistakable voice, the voice of Voldemort. Harry, and he's whispering Harry Potter. I don't actually want to do it. It's stupid. It's so stupid. <laughs> but also, like... 
Voldemort is not just about Harry Potter. Like, his main goal is not to kill Harry Potter's ass and then he can retire. Like, that's not... <laughs> Is that's not his mission. That's not why the Death Eaters were formed. So like every time they have him whisper in Harry Potter, it's like why? Like you read this, you read this play, and you literally, if this play was like good or canon in any way, you would be like, I completely misunderstood all eight or not eight, all seven of them books, eight of them movies. Well, the movies, no, no, because that's where they got their source material from for this play, because none of them read this read the books. Mm-hmm. The OG7 means nothing to them. And also, and we'll say it again, and we've said it before, I'm just so sick of reliving Voldemort. Like, it's annoying, it's boring, do better. Do better. Yeah. And it's like, the whispering Harry Potter, he does that, like, what, like, once or twice? Like, it's, you know, Ray Fiennes is a great actor, fine, or whatever. Like, that's like, you you hear that voice, like you hear his voice whispering Harry Potter, whatever, but that's not, that's got nothing to do with us. Truly. It's too much. Um, okay, scene two, Harry and Ginny, um, their, oh God. their house, uh, the staircase, Harry wakes in the darkness, breathing deeply, his exhaustion palpable, his fear overwhelming. Um, Harry turns the light on, well, actually, like, turns the light on with his Wand, which, like, I mean, okay. Is Lumos, like, sorry. Um, Is Lumos, like, the clap on? Yeah, <laughs> but, like, because it turns your wand light on, but if you point it at, like, the the electricity in the house, does it turn the room light on? Maybe. I would hope. So. Well, that's the deluminator. You wouldn't need the deluminator if that was the case. Well, the deluminator turns off everything. Like, if you're on the street corner. Yeah. But, if th- but then I'm saying, like, you could use Lumos for that if... And Knox for that, if you were. I'm, and I'm, th- I'm thinking that Lumos and Knox will do one light. Oh. So it would be annoying and tedious to be like Lumos, 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 Lumos all the way down the street. And the Luminator's like, I got you, you know? Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um. So Jenny. Delia needs to take a nap. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, you can read that one. Um, so when Bayana said that Tom was not like, only worried about Harry Potter. It wasn't, you know, get Harry Potter and then retire. Delia adds, as fanfic will tell you, Tom lives for Harry Potter. And then she took a screenshot of AO3 in which the Harry Potter slash Tom Riddle has 3,524 entries. And I just don't understand. And I read you that one. I've been reading like a good amount, not like hella fanfic since the last time we recorded, but a decent more amount. than me. She's well, got me into it. I read two. Yeah, she, yeah. Um, I'm still on one that is doing time travel way better, better than this, but um, I was, ra- I don't even know what I was searching for. Maybe it was Lily James. Possibly. That like, seems like you're Harry good Harry Potter, uh, Tom Riddle, Harry Potter, Severus Snape, Harry Potter, Lucius Malfoy, Lucius Malfoy, Tom Riddle, Lucius Malfoy, Severus Snape, Lucius Malfoy, <laughs> like, like Snape, uh, Tom Riddle, and then all three, like then three, then all four of them. I was like, this is a lot happening. And like, you know, maybe that's where he's, I mean, I wouldn't, I, no, I don't know. It was a lot going on in the tags. That's all I know. So. Yeah. I mean, I saw one in which Lily uh, Evans was so obsessed with Severus Snape and Severus just did not like her that way. (laughs) (laughs) That was in the like description. And I was like, nope. (laughs) X, keep moving. I'm not that mad at that. 
as like a thing to explore, but just like not like Severus. That's what I mean. Like not like in general. If it was some other fandom, I guess. I guess I'm not mad at it. Like if that's something that they wanted to like play with, I won't read it. I don't care. But like, I'm not gonna. If it was Jenny Harry, sure. Cool, but. Anyway, speaking of Jenny and Harry. Um, <laughs> Act two, scene two. So, so Jenny enters surprised by the light and she's like, okay. He says, I was sleeping. Um, was there any news or any owls? Um, I was dreaming. I was under the stairs and then I heard Voldemort so clearly. Um, and then I saw Albus in red. He was wearing Durmstrang robes, which I don't know. It doesn't matter. Apparently Harry... Is quite skilled in divination. Yeah, because it also because this has nothing like Harry was able to like have true dreams and stuff because he literally had the other dude's soul in his head, and all of his dreams were things that Voldemort was seeing or feeling. Like they were, it was very much a one to one. Yeah, and like as we've announced, Bruh is dead. Been dead. Been dead. Dead since dead. So Harry having true dreams and like. That is something else. Now apparently he's Bane, or what's yeah. his face? Trelawney or no, the just, other uh, oh, friends. Friends. Yeah, it's weird because it's also like so. I'm like, is this because Albus is already messing with time, or are you just like you got the connect to the Forbidden Forest, and that's just like <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, now he's like, I think I know where he is. Like, this is nanotech. It's really strange. Yeah, it doesn't make sense that he would know, but whatever. Scene three. We're at the headmistress's office. Um, McGonagall was like, we don't know where in the Forbidden Forest. Um, Harry says, I haven't had a dream like it for years. Which, again, like you were saying, yeah. is directly connected to Voldemort. It's not just something he just has. And Voldemort ain't out here. He dead dead. He's dead. Been dead. Because Harry Potter killed him. Anyway. Um, and Crip rocked on his grave. So Harry says, I haven't had a dream like that for years. But Albus is there. Jenny says, we need to get searching as quickly as possible. Professor McGonagall says, I can give you Professor Longbottom. His knowledge of the plants might be useful. But I'm like, doesn't Hagrid still work there? Wouldn't he be the, the go-to? Or were they just trying to do it? They were just They just needed to name drop Neville for a second. Yep. So we all remember that he Exists. was alive. And We don't see him. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, then Hermione tumbles out of the, of the chimney. Uh, which actually was kind of cool because it yeah. actually looked fun. Yeah, like, it looked it's like a they slide. started. It's a slide. <laughs> it looks like they just were like we just like come out on stage like what's good. Which is not how flu works. Like you don't tumble out like that. Like no, but you might do like a little spin thing. Right, but like, but, like you're on your as feet. far as like you know play practical stage, like stage, stage play. production, it was kind of lit. And it was I very cute wanted to do it. Like I was like, oh, that looks fun. It was very cute. Yeah. Um. So. Hermione's like, is it true? Can I help? Which I'm like, you are the Minister of Magic. I mean, I know that's your nephew, I guess. I don't know. I wouldn't claim him, but that's cool. Um, Jenny says, I persuaded them to put out an emergency edition of Daily Prophet. One second, though. Minerva McGonagall says, Minister, this is quite unexpected. Minerva is probably like, Hermione, my my floor. And what are you doing? Like, Minerva, the idea that Minerva McGonagall is odd that Hermione Granger is here and wants to help. Like, yeah, that's true. I mean, I think it's probably because it's not her job to be. She got a nine. Yeah. I mean, I think there is something like people always talk about like, oh, the power of the office and whatever. Like, I think they're trying to get across that. But no. You shouldn't be able to flew into the headmaster's office anyway, but that's another thing. That's a security issue that we've already talked about. Um, 
So Madonna was like, oh, so then Ron bursts in covered in soot, wearing a gravy stained dinner napkin. As they're trying to like plan or figure out the course of action. Their, their son is missing. Well, Ron's nephew. Ron's nephew. Um, his his like, best friend's child. His best friend's child. His sister's child. Yes. And he bursts in covered in soot, wearing a gravy stained dinner napkin. Have I missed anything? I couldn't work out which flu to travel to. Ended up in the kitchen somehow. And then Hermione glares as he pulls the napkin off of himself. What? Like, this man is a buffoon. A whole clown. <laughs> Just, like, this is... I I am, like... I I was obviously so upset about Ron's, like, portrayal in this play that, like, the first thing I did when we got back was write about the, like, dismantling of Ronald's legacy, um, which you can find on our website. Um... But I thought that enough time had passed that I would, I'm like literally, see, don't be surprised if you see by the time we finish this, a part two blog post because of like, me yelling Ron, about this. Like Ron is, for all the stuff that we talked about and being like, you know. Ron ain't ah, shit. Whatever. But like, he's loyal, and especially to his family. And he like, cares he if people are in danger. Like, even the whole thing with them when they broke into the ministry the first time, he's like, my wife is missing. Right. And they're like, you don't got a wife, Ron. Like, he's a very empathetic person. Right. And like, he's not about to just, oh, let, let me just eat some food. Let me get us a couple snacks before I get head up to the head. But also to do it in such a clownish way. Like... Like, if he came in with the pumpkin pasty, like, oh, I landed in the kitchen, but I'm here now. Like, grab the snack on the way you want one. Like, it's funny, but also it's like, he got there, was like, this is the wrong spot. Grabbed some stuff and kept going. You know what I mean? But not like, he probably definitely was sitting down. And they were like, ooh, can we get you some stuff? He was like, matter of fact. (laughs) Right. Taking orders. I would love a shepherd's pie. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, then Draco comes in. So they just all just flew in and apparated all up and through McConaughey's little office. And I need them to chill out. Um, Draco says, sorry about the floor, Minerva. McConaughey says, I dare say it's my fault for owning a chimney. (laughs) I guess. Um, And then... Harry says, quite a surprise to see you, Draco. I thought you didn't believe in my dreams. Um, I don't, but I do trust your luck. Harry Potter is always where the action is at, which is true. Um, And he says he needs his son back with him and safe. So then they're heading to the Forbidden Forest. Now we're seeing four. We're at the edge of the Forbidden Forest. Albus and Delphi face each other holding wands. Um, Albus is practicing Expelliarmus. And Delphi's like, you're getting it now. You're good at this. Um... And then says in a posh voice, you're a positively disarming young man. Um, and so he does it again. And they're like really excited. He's like, I've never been good at spells, but it's really because he's been too busy being salty. He ain't in class paying attention because he mad. He and Slytherin mm-hmm. the whole time. Like, you know, whoever the Defense Against the Dark Arts person is like, fam, if you would just focus on the task at hand, you could do it. But you over here yelling at this boy over here about, sorry, I'm not in Gryffindor. Like, don't I give a fuck. Practice the damn spell. Anyway. <laughs> so Scorpius appears at the back of the stage. He looks at his friend talking to a girl. And part of him likes it. And part of him doesn't. Because they're they're dating. They're in love. They have unresolved but mutually reciprocal feelings for each other. And just say that with your whole chest. Or don't. One or the other. The queer baiting The queer baiting. <laughs> yeah. Also, she's old as hell. So there's that too. <laughs> right? Right. 
which you're about to see well, in like, a minute. Um, her explaining that I'm old as hell and not like I can blend in with a heart. Like she's like, no, I couldn't even pretend to be Hogwarts age. Yeah, it's like the other thing too is like it was one of those things when I was watching it that I couldn't figure out because I was like, okay, she's supposed to be like I was pretty sure she was older than them mm-hmm. because she wasn't at Hogwarts. And I was like, but they're in fourth year. And if she's too old to be in Hogwarts, like the whole time I was watching it because I could tell they were trying to like play up this like Albus and Delphi and like Albus really likes her or whatever. And like, I guess on that side, it's fine. But she was kind of playing that back a little bit. And like, we do kind of see later because we're not going to spoil that part. But like, we do see like what part of that could be. But it's also still weird that no one's like this. She's a woman. Like she's 22 years old. Right. not because she also could have been like 19 right but she couldn't have been because the timetable for the thing that we're going to talk about is so damn tight (laughs) so duffy uh is like i was rubbish and then something clicked and it will for you too not that i'm a super witch or anything but i think you've become you're becoming quite some wizard here albus potter um it's like gross uh and then albus is like then you should stick around to teach me more. Like, of course I'm sticking around. We're friends, aren't we? And he's like, yeah, yeah, friends. Yeah. Like, I think I just spoiled it for... 22. Oh, Lonnie. Oh, well. See, because then what's he say? I can't say the thing. I know. <laughs> My Not brain yet. is like, I can't say the thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I... Uh, so, Amani also says, if there was any spell that Harry's kid would be good at, it would be Expelliarmus. Um... And this whole thing is, like, it's supposed to, like, bring them together and show that, like, he and Delphi are, are like, growing closer and they're friends and that Albus is, like, listening to her. But also, it's just, like, if you would just practice Expelliarmus. If you just practice your spell and work. And not be salty about being in Slytherin. That's right. What I'm it's blocking his whole situation. He can't do nothing because he's so mad that he's in the wrong house that he could have asked to not be in. Um, so... Scorpius is like, I found our way through to the school. Um, are we sure this will work? Um, so the part the reason so they have to get back into the school um, because the way that this time travel works, they have to be, it doesn't like it doesn't move in space, it only moves mm-hmm. in time. And so they have to find they the have to place. like get to the place that they're supposed to be at and then go back and then so they can be like in position. Um so, Which the in the in the books does it do? It moves you in time as well, or at least in the movie. No, it does. in the books it moves you in space as well. Um, yeah, sorry, it moves which, you in space as well. Yeah, in the movies it doesn't. It doesn't move you in space. Yeah, because they have to run to go get to where they were. Yeah, yeah. And, but like we were talking about in the time travel panel at LuckyCon that you can find on our Patreon, um, we were talking about how like moving in space too is a terrible idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right because then you just pop up in and front of like, your old self exactly and, and you're like oops oops my fault um um so yeah so okay, can we so talk about their was, brilliant plan and how it is yes. decidedly not brilliant yes thank you that's what i was trying to find okay. so alba says so the secret to not getting Cedric killed is to stop him winning the tri-wizard tournament if he doesn't win he can't be killed and I will do want to point out, like, this is, like, I don't know. This is, like, all, it's 
every time travel plot, but like not done. With. Like one of the mm-hmm. reasons I like time travel is because there are so many different things you can do, and they just kind of like pull from things that have already been done, and so and they right. don't really do nothing with it. So it's just. But he also says like it's a brilliant plan, and it's not like it's not. So his plan is we need to mess up his chances supremely bad in task one. The first task is getting a golden egg from a dragon. How did Cedric distract the dragon? And they talk about that. And it's like, the, yeah, they have to tell us. The, they, the, the audience who doesn't know how Cedric, uh, or who doesn't remember maybe too, like the, the generous things. They have to like re-establish yeah. what happened in the book. Um, and Albus goes, well, a little Expelliarmus and he won't be able to transfigure a stone into a dog. Um, yeah. Sure. But. Then what's he going to do with the dragon? Yeah, right. Um, Scorpio says, two points. First, we're certain the dragon won't kill him. But then, okay, <laughs> wait, like, I'm sorry. Delphi's response is, this is Hogwarts. They won't let damage happen to any of the champions. Except, <laughs> except the point is, is that they do. And that's why there's like the Triwizard, Champ- the Triwizard Tournament. Like He dies! Not even, but even before that, like. <laughs> They're harmed. Like they just have, they're going up against the dragon. They got burns. They go down in the water. Like folks could die. Like they're being put in life-threatening situations. The Triwizard Tournament was canceled before 1994 because folks was dying. Like they had it before that. They, all these kids were getting petrified. They didn't call no parents. They didn't tell nobody. Like I'm so confused. I'm like, what Hogwarts is she talking about? They kept the Philosopher's Stone in the school. With a three-headed dog whose only, like, training was music no, and he'll fall asleep. Murder, serious black got into Gryffindor Tower. So that, like, <laughs> like you know, getting, excusing, like, how he found out how to get in. The fact that he even got to the tower. <laughs> the fact that he got on the ground. The first thing he got on the ground. And then inside in, the castle. In the castle. And then all the way up to damn tower. <laughs> and you talking about they're not going to let nobody... They won't let damage happen to the champions, in which y'all are going back to save a dude who died in the tournament. Yes, yeah, super oh logical. Oh my god, it's so logical. I don't understand oh, the issue. Um, also, the crazy. They allow for a headmaster, a headmistress, to physically abuse and harm kids so much so that Harry has a scar on his hand. But that happens after. Amani, a picture so. of Myrtle. Myrtle died. <laughs> this is. 70 years ago, this girl been dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so confused. Duh. That should have been, been a moment where they would have been like, you know what? I'm suspicious of this Delphi girl because that don't even make sense. That don't even make sense. And so we're just I feel like that should have been the like, moment. It was JK Rowling was like, you know what? No. I just don't think we should put this on. I think I should go I back to the drawing board. But <laughs> this is just lies. This is just lies. Like, what? Like that's one of Hogwarts' like main pillars. That like, be like I just don't understand. Like that's what it's built on, right? That's what I thought. I thought that, that was one of their main tenants. Like I just what? I will say I I giggled when I read this. But now this, this is why I like recording with you. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but also, okay, so she says this, and Scorpius goes, "Okay." That's what I'm saying. Like, what? Y'all been at Hogwarts? Like, 
Hogwarts. Y'all go there. <laughs> I mean, I guess maybe because now you got McGonagall in charge. Oh, so you don't know how Dumbledore used to run things. But, like, what? All this, like, encyclopedic knowledge you happen to know about your parents' time at Hogwarts and you don't realize that shit wasn't safe? Like, what? So, Moving on. Scorpio Moving on, says, um, the second point, we're going back without any knowledge of whether we can tra- travel back afterwards. Um, which is exciting. Maybe we should just try going back an hour first and then, um, and Delphi's like, sorry, we've got no time to waste. You have a time turner. So yeah, you got some time to waste. Time to waste. You got some time. Apparently not. Um, so she pulls out, she pulls out two large paper bags and is like, you're going to need to wear these. Albus is like, but these are Durmstrang robes. Um, my uncle's idea, she says. If you're in Hogwarts robes, people will expect to know who you are. But there are other two. There are two other schools competing in the Triwizard Tournament. If you're in Durmstrang robes, you can fade into the background. Which um, there are lots of holes in this because mm-hmm. you know, I would hope Durmstrang students would be like, who you? Karkaroff knows his kids <laughs> that he brought across the continent to participate in this tournament. Like, I would hope that he had. Some kind of like, mm. like maybe the Hogwarts kids wouldn't in this in the Hogwarts teachers, but like it's not like they don't have any supervision. I mean, it's Hogwarts; it's so safe. Nothing, don't let don't let nothing harm. Um, <clears throat> and then Delphi said, "All right." And so then, Albus says, "Good thinking. Hang on. Where are your robes, Albus? I'm flattered." Delphi, Albus, I'm flattered, but I don't think I can pretend to be a student. Do you? I'll just keep in the background and pretend to be a, ooh, maybe I can pretend to be a dragon tamer. You're doing all the spell stuff anyway. And Scorpius says with his chest, you should just leave me and my boyfriend to do this on our own. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't come. Delphi, what? Scorpius, er, you're right. We don't need you for the spell. And if you can't wear student robes, you're too big a risk. Sorry, Delphi, you shouldn't come. Delphi, but I have to. He's my cousin. But you don't Albus, know him. You don't know him. Like, you were born after he, like, at least three, four years after he died. Mm-hmm. So, like, I get it. But, like, it's not like y'all were cool. And if you were, you would be even older and really shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> then you really shouldn't come. Damn. Um, also, like, I don't know why. Um, never mind. Never mind. I was gonna be like, I don't know why she can wear Durmstrang robes either, but that's um, fine. It's, she's too old. Full stop for either any of these schools. Um, she, yeah, she's. I guess aging like milk is something runs in the Diggory family. <laughs> runs in the Diggory family. <laughs> Yikes. Um, um, I feel like even. Well, I guess no, because she's literally twenty three. Twenty two or twenty three. But I mean, even still, right? I'm like, I feel like I could have gotten away with being in high school. Yeah, folks think I'm. Oh, I begin. I get my nails done during the week because people aren't there. Mm-hmm. They be like, "You not in school?" I'm like, "No, not for like some time now. <laughs> like, it's been some years." You know? So I mean, but you know, she doesn't. She's not. I was in a coffee shop the other day, and they were asking me what classes I had because I had on a backpack, and I was by San Francisco State. Granted college but still right still um you don't moisturize so, delphi man exfoliate and dahlia says i absolutely could get away with it now you yeah. people would be like what you doing at high <laughs> school can, young man young lady like, the middle like school 30. is down the road <laughs> <laughs> 
So Albus is like, I think he's right. Um, we won't mess up. And then Delphi's like, but without me, you won't be able to work the time turner. And Scorpio says, you taught us how to use the time turner. So I And also, how do you know how to use the well, time turner? How do you know? Like, these are just all the Red flag. Words. Flag of the play. How would she know to use it? How to use this thing that, like, wasn't even supposed to exist? Um, and then why would you, if you want to go with them, teach them how to use it? Was also, that was just a oversight on her part. Yep. Um, so she's really upset. No, I won't let you do this. Alba says, you told your uncle to trust us. Now it's your turn. The school is closed now. Um, we should leave you here. She looks at them both, takes a deep breath, and then she nods to herself and smiles. Then go, but just know this. Today you get an opportunity few are given. Today you get to change history. Oh, shut up, itself. girl. Truly don't care. Um, but more than all that, you get a chance to give an old man his son back. Also, don't, don't care. care. Um, she smiles, looks at Albus. She kisses him gently on both te- on both cheeks and walks away into the woodland. To the woodland. This is so stupid. She, she's an adult. Scorpio says, she didn't kiss me. Did you notice? Um, are you okay, Albus? You look a little pale and red. Pale and red, red at the same time. And Albus is like, let's do this. He got his resolve because he got his, his smooch on with a grown-ass woman. Okay. Scene five, the Forbidden Forest. So the forest seems to grow bigger, thicker amongst the trees. People are searching, looking for the missing wizards. Um, slowly people melt away until Harry is left alone. Um, so he's looking for Albus and Scorpius. And then Bane steps forward into the light. He is a magnificent centaur, which, like, Yikes. as far as stage direction go, like, it's so unnecessary. Like, I just could have just been, like, the centaur Bane, but he's magnificent. We need to know that. Um, <clears throat> I don't remember what Bane looked like, but I think it was cool. But no, I don't remember. This is about like the time I realized that like I you checked there out. There are a lot of things that I <laughs> no, I'm not necessarily checked out. There's a lot of things in this act that I was reading that I didn't remember what it looked like, mm-hmm. and I think like because one, it's been three years. Um, and so the things that stood out to me, I didn't realize they were mostly in act or like in act one, but like it was the things that like, I was like, well, that part was super cool. And it was all like act one. <laughs> I didn't realize that until I was reading it this time. And I'm like, I don't remember. Yeah. Um, so Bane says, um, you've grown older. <laughs> Harry says, I have Bane, but not wiser for you trespass on our land. Um, and then Harry comes up with some straight white man. But also, like, it's like some white man stuff, but it's also, again, learn no much, lessons. Very much an info dump. Yes, that as well. But he sounds like fudge. This is some fud, like Cornelius fudge level shit, I yeah. think, that, like, to me, reading it, I don't remember it, <clears throat> watching it, but reading it this time, I was like, for. Harry, who's, like, so formative, like, his, like, formative years and, like, so firmly was, like, anti the way that the ministry would run things and put their foot down on things. Mm-hmm. Like, the ease in which this and then something that happens a little bit later in this act comes out of his mouth is just, like, that is the part where I'm, like, in act one where we were, like, yeah, I think they got the characterizations right and Harry does Harry things. But, like, this part, I was, like, this is not how Harry Potter would no, say this act, This whole stuff. act had Harry fucked up <laughs> <laughs> this whole play actually i mean the whole play but, like act one did a pretty decent job yeah two was like oh i don't know what's going on i mean they 
this Harry Potter went to that other Hogwarts where they didn't let people get, <laughs> they didn't let students get harmed. So Harry says, I have always respected the centaurs. We are not enemies. You fought bravely at the Battle of Hogwarts and I fought beside you. And Bane's like, I did my part um, before my herd and our honor, not for you. And after the battle, the forest was deemed centaur land. And if you're on our land without permission, then you are our enemy. And Harry's like, my son is missing Bane. I need help finding him. <laughs> like, you on his land. Did you not hear that part? Respect at all. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, he's in here in our forest. Then he's as stupid as you are. <laughs> <laughs> Look, more things Albus and Harry have in common. So much in common. Um, Harry's like, can you help me? And he says, I can only tell you what I know. But I cannot for uh, but I tell you not for your benefit and for the benefit of my herd. The centaurs do not need another war. I've seen your son, Harry Potter, seen him in the movements of the stars. Um, mm. I can't tell you where he is. I can't tell you how you'll find him, because you know, centaurs are never helpful. <laughs> like, I'll tell you what I know, but really I don't know anything. Can't yep. tell you nothing. Um, there is a black cloud around your son, a dangerous black cloud. Um, a black cloud that may endanger us all. You'll find your son again, Harry Potter, but then you could lose him forever. Um, then he makes a sound like a horse's cry and then makes hard away, leaving a bewildered Harry behind. And now Harry's like, no, my son. Elvis! Elvis! Bianca is in here talking about, I forgot about this character and knowing his name, I hear it in Tom Hardy's character voice. <laughs> so now she got Bane from Batman. <laughs> in the forbidden forest and you know what if that would have happened on stage i'd have been like it. sure like, at this point sounds about right whatever uh scene six edge of the forbidden forest scorpius and albus round a corner to be faced with a gap in the trees um and there it is hogwarts never seen this view of it before um still gonna tingle don't you when you see it Ugh. and then he goes on like oh and then revealed to the trees is hogwarts a splendid mass of I'm saying I'm yelling because it's in all caps. It's a character. A, a splendid mass of bulbous buildings and towers. And I again do not remember what that looked like on bulbous stage. buildings. I wonder if they like spherical. Like, I, don't know. I don't know. But I also don't remember this at all. Me neither. Like, I just I um from the, mer- from the actually moment- no I do. It was like it was very much like um the Wizarding World <laughs> um in Warner Brothers Studios because mm-hmm. like the background like. There's a screen, um, like a digital screen that is like a large chunk of the background. And then they do have like moving sets and stuff. But it like, it's like one of these like, like the, the, you remember the time turner effect? Yeah. Whatever. Um, And then it's like up there and it's, it's literally on top of the hill with like, you know, so it looks very much like if you were at. Yeah. Wizarding World, and you looked up and you saw the background of the. Don't recall, but yeah, <laughs> like that. I that's a good like description. They just did not like spark. Yeah, but it's, it's like on head. that yeah. angle mm-hmm. of the hill, and then the yeah. yeah. Um. Okay, so from the moment I first heard of it, I was desperate to go. I mean, Dad didn't much like it there, but even the way he described it, uh, from the age of ten, I'd check the Daily Prophet first thing every morning. Certain some kind of tragedy would have befallen it. Certain I wouldn't get to go. Um, and then you got there and it turned out to be terrible after all, said Albus. And Scorpius is like, nah, I just went to Hogwarts. Like, yeah. that's, that's my dog. <laughs> um, he says, all I ever wanted to do was to go to Hogwarts and have a mate to get up to mayhem with, just like Harry Potter. And I got his son. How crazily fortunate is that? Um, but I'm nothing like my dad's boy, parents, which is like uh, at this point. Just lying to yourself and lies, to your best friend. The lies, the lies. 
Like, <laughs> come on. But also, like, so I think that there's, like, this is, like, a really good scene to talk about, like, anxiety. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you go and you're putting something, like, like Scorpius is saying, like, he, like, was looking forward to Hogwarts so much and he would, like, be, like, obviously something's gonna go wrong. Right. Um... And so, and then it was like the opposite. I think, I honestly do think that Albus was so scared of Hogwarts and everything was going to be terrible and nothing was going to go right that it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy yeah. and he only sees the bad things. Because he doesn't give anything a chance. Yeah, he gives he it no grace. He is like, no. Yeah, and he's like, it's ter- and it turned out to be terrible. And it's, it's like, like, no, but it could But you have a friend. Other than, like, you, Polly Chapman. Like, right? everybody else is pretty cool. <laughs> right, you have a friend, you have cousins. Like, you can make, like, even, I mean, I went to school in Indiana. And I was like, I mean, I'm be here for a, a semester. But I stayed because I, like, made a place for myself. And then some, like, bullshit happened along the way. And which I was like, yikes. And, like, when it came time to, like, graduating and, you know, you get, like, job offers and stuff, a lot of it was, like, in Indiana. I was like, you know what? I definitely know I will never live in this state. Like, but I was able to carve out, like, bright spots and stuff. I was like, you know, this is not, like, I am not going to be a Hoosier. Like, you know what I mean? But, like, I can have a livable, like, you know, I can make it work. Yeah. And I think one of the things with this play is that, like, part of the reason Albus is so irritating and the way that he insists he's not like his father is because it's really the writers trying to, like, Tell hammer you. into us that they're not alike while also making them completely alike. alike. So it's one of those, because the character is like him. And I think that that's fine. And it's one of those things where you're trying to, like, force the character into this story that you're trying to tell as opposed to being like, okay, hold up. like, And you need it to true. be a Harry Potter story or, like, you want it to be a Harry Potter story so it right. has to hit these certain beats. And you want him to be your main character. So, like, if it's going to hit these certain beats, like, you're really going to um, make him do Harry Potter-esque things for it to feel like a Harry Potter story. Right. Period. Like, you could have Scorpius doing all this shit and Albus in the background. Maybe he would have been less fucking annoying. I don't know. But instead... He's not. Um, you're better, said Scorpius. You're my best friend, Albus. And this may and this is mayhem to the nth degree, which is great. Thumbs up, great. Great. It's just, I have got to say, I don't mind admitting, I am a tiny bit, just a tiny bit scared. Um, and I just like that he feels like he can be yeah. like comfortable with this dude. Um, and Albus says, You're my best friend too, and don't worry, I have a good feeling about this. Um, and then we hear Ron's voice from off. He's clearly in close proximity. Albus? Albus. Um, but we've got to go now, said Albus. So he takes the time turner from Scorpius, presses down on it. The time turner begins to vibrate and then explodes into a storm of movement. Um, and with it, the stage starts to transform. So, like, this part, it's funny because, like... It looks cool. It looks cool, but I really, like, watching it, I do remember being, like, I like didn't like it. Mm. And not that I didn't like the effect. I was just annoyed that we were doing time travel because you know at that point there's no going back like yeah it's happening that's the plot and so i remember watching it and being like no this is a dope effect to do because it it does do this like weird like sound wave thing yeah um so the like what i was saying with the castle like it's it's basically like a big monitor like it's a huge led screen Mm -hmm. so the castle fades and you see what like would be kind of the inner workings of the time turner Mm -hmm. Um, and it's spinning, and then there's like this, like it's like this ripple. Ripple, like, you actually can, like the time turner, like they they're holding it, and then it 
is suspended in air and they're just kind of like over it like you know yeah Whatever. and you can like, like see the, the, the ripple yeah and then you see the ripple like through like expanding which is like it's a it's a dope effect i just was kind of like why are we like why you know um so then there's a giant whoosh of light a smash of noise and time stops and then it turns over thinks a bit and begins spooling backwards so at first and then it splits up um so scene seven we're at the triwizard tournament edge of the forbidden forest 1994 suddenly everything is a riot of noise as the crowd consumes albus and scorpius and suddenly the greatest showman on earth his words (laughs) not ours is on stage which is also like I mean, horrible stage direction it's written yeah i was gonna for, say i mean it's, it's written, written to be us, published yeah yeah i'm like because otherwise i'm like what does that have to do with anything anyway, that doesn't tell anyone anyone anything. anything um using sonorous to amplify his voice and well he's having a ball so this is ludo bagman who you know we haven't seen at least the play such a, about him such a completely forgot about him so. such a major character oh, ludo yeah. bagman yeah i mean i'm not mad at it but anyway Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I give you the great, the fabulous, the one, and the only Triwizard Tournament. And he sounds like um, a game show host. Yes, but uh, my yes, but my thing immediately went to Shrek, uh, the mirror when he's like showing Lord Farquaad his mm. bachelorettes. <laughs> like, bachelorette number one is like Cinderella or whatever. Anyway, or it's a guy um, in like all of the the boxing and wrestling who comes yes. center stage mm-hmm. with the, I, he has a name he's very famous for what he does trouble. but yeah yeah that bruh mm-hmm. um if you're from hogwarts give me a cheer also like i'm like uh i don't know you know we black and so like hip-hop and like i'm just like give me a cheer, cheer. <laughs> <laughs> let me hear you stand yeah, up like, Hogwarts! Like, who out here from Oakland? Like, you know what I mean? Like, give me something. Like, you, what is this? And this is Let me hear you say hey. I'm <laughs> like, a chair. Okay. Um, anyway. <laughs> that really is like neither here nor there. That's like not even the real problem. No, that is but I thought it. The like, cement, <laughs> cementing that this plays awful is that Ludo Bagman says, give me a chair. <laughs> Um, if you're from Durmstrang, give me a cheer. And if you're from Bo Battens, give me a cheer. And it's like, not as... And it's a joke about the French. Yeah. Slightly less enthusiastic from the French there. Um, and then Scorpius smiles and says, this has worked. That's Ludo Bagman. Which, like, how would you know who Ludo Bagman was? But, okay. Um, I mean, he's, like, a famous person. But he did Like, he, he left early 1995. And I guess he's famous, but, like... But he was famous as a, like, a... Quidditch player. Okay. That's like being like, how do you know who Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is? He ain't never played in your lifetime. Though? I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe. I guess. I guess I just like... How do you know who Muhammad Ali is? He stopped playing before you were born. Or stopped boxing. You're just saying like black, like... No. Icons. I'm just saying sports icons. Okay. Wayne Gretzky. He never played... Well, so. see, that's because you are strange. <laughs> How do you not know who Wayne Gretzky is? But okay. I guess. No, I know that name. I, I'm just... I'm, I'm anyway. <laughs> um, and there they are, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I present to you the reason why we're here. The champions representing Durmstrang. What eyebrows. What a gate. What a boy. There's nothing he won't try on a broomstick. It's Victor Crazy Crumb, which I just... 
It's so corny. And then literally, so now Scorpius and Albus were really getting into playing. During the students are like, go, go, crazy crumb. Go, go, crazy crumb. And like, who called him that? Like, no who one. said that? Like, it's, it's... Absolutely no one. <sighs> From Vobatans Academy, Zootalor. 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 Great. It's for Delacore. What is that called? The It's called like a bridge thing. It has been a while since I took a French class. Yeah. Um, and then from Hogwarts, not one, but two students. He makes us all go weaky at the kneesy. This is, like, you're a middle-aged man. Like, this is, this is a child. <laughs> Please. He reminds me of, like, Pete Rose. Never mind. I don't even have the, I don't even have the energy <laughs> to talk about classic sports personalities anymore. No. You've taken that from Sorry. me. Sorry. Well, I mean, was he calling people delicious he was just like like joe namus he just like would be saying shit and you're like oh my god you're just like like joe namus had too much to drink once and was just mm-hmm. like flirting on national television during monday night football and tried to kiss a commentator and it was just like this is embarrassing oh <laughs> like god. it just was like one of those things where you're like <laughs> that's what this reminds me of just like embarrassing yourself on I mean, not national television at Hogwarts, at Hogwarts. but yeah. yeah. Cedric Delicious Diggory. I'm just, we're, Bianca we're said they could have pulled words from the text, but they did this. No, instead, we're on Flavor of Love all the time. Mm-hmm. And Delicious? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, this man. <laughs> uh, I know it's like of age, technically, because that's the prerequisite to like be in the tournament, but like, this is a child. He is of school age. What is happening here? What is happening? Also, that has nothing to do with like his like magical prowess. It has nothing to do with anything. He just <laughs> just call a boy. He makes us all go weaky in the kneesy. Why didn't Dumbledore? Who McGonagall should have been Sprout should have been like okay, that's it. McGonagall doing like Buddha should have been like Lee. I mean Ludo. <laughs> What's going on? What are you doing here? Uh, together. Um, and then the other, you know him as the boy who lived. I know him as the boy who keeps surprising us all. And Albus, that's my dad. Yes, it's Harry, Plucky Potter. And I'm just like, Plucky. Plucky. Okay. Uh, Bianca says that Ludo is trying to start his rap career here. He's not doing a good job. I don't know. Okay, so this part. So, yeah, this this part. So, there's cheering, um, particularly from a nervous-looking girl at the edge of the crowd. This is young Hermione, black. I just, you know, so y'all also know. Um, and she's played by the same actress as Rose. So this is like Afropuff Hermione. And it's the cutest. And I love it. And yeah. Anyway. Um, it's noticeable that the cheering for Harry is slightly less than that for Cedric. And now, silence please. The first task, retrieving a golden egg. Um, the nest, from a nest of ladies and gentlemen. Oh, sorry. Oh, from a nest of ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I give you dragons. And guiding the dragons. Charlie Weasley. Charlie was never a big... Also, they just want to say his name. They just want to say, but also, like, only Charlie is getting <laughs> four dragons. They just want to say his name. They just want to, they just want to like... There's no names. reason. Literally. There's zero reason. This is so dumb, because you remember when Harry, like, had, was taken by Hagrid into, like, where the dragons are being kept, and how mm-hmm. it was, like, 20 motherfuckers trying to get the Hungarian horn tail line. <laughs> But then the next day, when it's time for the show, Charlie just Charlie's out here. like, oh, no, I got it. We good. Just trying along with a leash. Like, 
me by myself. And also, if you're, like, in the crowd, you're like, who the hell is Charlie Weasley? Like, I mean, like, you might know the Weasley name if you're, like, a Hogwarts person, but, like, who's, what kind of dragon? (laughs) Like, that is what people are actually, like. And also, they go one-on-one, so they wouldn't be guiding all of the dragons in at the same time. That sounds, I don't know. It don't make sense. It don't make no sense. So... Hermione says, if you're going to stand so close, I'd rather you didn't breathe on me quite much. And Scorpius is like, Rose, what are you doing here? And she's like, who's Rose? What's happened to your accent? Um, because they're speaking in British, but they should be speaking in German, Bulga- Bulgarian, yeah. a German-esque Eastern yeah. Slavic. Some. Slavic? No. Whatever the Germans are. Sorry, Hermione. Uh, he's got you mixed up with someone else. How do you know my name? Like, cause yeah, you don't like you don't just be out. She's here. literally under. She's like a fourth year, and she's like, "Who are y'all? Who are you?" Um, and also, like, this part bothers me so much, and it happens again. It's like they're like Rose. Like, bitches, y'all are traveling in time, and you're on like a mission. Be stealth. I know you're 14 or whatever, but like. They didn't even try it. They didn't really. Rose! Like. Y'all are in 1994. You're in 1994. Um. So, with no time to lose, let's bring out our first champion facing a Swedish short snout. I give you Cedric Diggory. Dragon Warrior distracts young Hermione. Albus readies his wand. And Cedric Diggory has entered the stage and he seems ready, scared but ready. He dodges his way, he dodges that. The girls swoon as he dives for cover. Like. The girls swoon? Apparently. Ludo Bagman, man. <laughs> Imagine how he would have been with Tejun. You know? Makes the fellas jealous. Makes the ladies swoon! <laughs> listen, if it was Tejun, I would be like, listen, I understand. I like, how how do you resist? You know? Mm-hmm. But Cedric, I mean, he aight. Whatever. Yeah. Um, they cry as one. Don't damage our diggery, Mr. Dragon. Like, no, I think that's you... Mr. Bagman needs to like literally look at your life, look at your choices. Delia says that Mad Eye said constant vigilance, and Hermione said word, don't sleep. She asking the right questions. Um, so Scorpius says, Alba, something is going wrong. The time turner, it's shaking. It's because y'all ain't supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. This is a one. Not y'all have never used this before. Y'all mm-hmm. have side effects, which Scorpius did say, and then Dumpy was like, "But no, we have to go. We don't have any we time, have even though we have a time machine." The, t- the, the ticking begins, an incessant, dangerous ticking. It's coming from the time turner. Um, Ludo Bagman is like, and Cedric skirts left, and he dives right, and he readies his wand. Um, what has this young, brave, handsome man got up his sleevey, his sleeveys now? Jesus Christ. Um, Albus uses Expelliarmus. But no, what's this? Is it dark magic or is it something else entirely? Since when is disarming dark magic? Like, I, you want by out your hand, clearly. I think he's thinking that, like. Is it, like, a dark lord? But yeah. Then, then why would he think that when, like, Voldemort's not back and they're super... This is their like pre in denial. It just felt I don't know like a leap. I don't know, especially and also like insensitive given what happened at the Quidditch World Cup. Yep, right. You right, right. But I mean, he just also said sleeveys. He so sleeveys. So he's whatever. Cedric's been disarmed. Um, Albus, I think the time turner. Something is wrong. It's going all wrong for Diggers, says Ludo. This could be the end of the task for him. The end of the tournament. 
And there's a crescendo in the ticking and a flash and the time is turning back to the present with Albus hollering in pain. And Scorpius um, had grabbed Albus. Yes, Scorpius grabbed Albus and then Albus is in pain. Um, Albus is like, what happened? There must be some time limit, said Scorpius. The time turner must have had some kind of time limit. Do you think we've done it? Do you think we've changed anything? Suddenly the stage is invaded on all sides by Harry, Ron, who is now who now has a side parting and whose wardrobe choices have become rather more staid. Um, Jimmy and Draco, Scorpius looks at them all and slips the time turner into his back pocket. But the thing is or huge. into his pocket. Back into his pocket. But the thing is gigantic. But I guess maybe like the pockets could have like... Extendable to arms. Yeah. Um, Albus looks at them rather blankly. He's in a lot of pain. I told you. I told you I saw them, says Ron. I think we're about to find out to Scorpius. Hello, Dad. Is something wrong? Like, sir. You just... But whatever. There's something wrong. Um, Harry says, yes, you could say that. And then Albus collapses on the floor. Harry and Ginny rush to help. Oof. And that is the end of that. So. Fun times mm-hmm. at Piedmont High. That's great. I don't know what that means. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> MVP. Who's your MVP? Scorpius? Like, he was the one that was like, we should make sh- we should check, see how this thing actually works. He is the one that's like, Delphi, you need to stay home because you old and you're not going, you just going <laughs> to make this even. You old and crusty. <laughs> you old and crusty and you're just going to make this even more difficult for us. He's the one that's like, Albus, we got to go. <laughs> like, you know, checking the time. And then when it comes to, he, he like sees everyone and is like, let me just slide this thing back in my pocket because... I'm not trying to get in trouble. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, too, made Scorpius <laughs> my MVP. But, it, like, for those reasons, but also it's very, like... Who else? I guess. Because <laughs> he also also went back in time with them. And yeah. he could have done, done a dean and minded his business. It's true. It is true. So. Oh, no, 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 no. Hermione for constant vigilance. Okay. That is my MVP. Whew. Um, but I'll still do Scorpius. Okay, both and. So, Delia, MVP, Scorpius, still a cinnamon roll. Tiana, MVP, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, I'll get back to you on that. Um, Amani in here with questions and, and punctuation. Um... So they did all of that and didn't even bother to look up the public results of the Triwizard Tournament. Question, question, question. Didn't even know how Cedric did the, did in the first task if you're going to try to save him. Um, but he MVPs dragons. Give those mothers back their eggs. I think that's what we got. So, benched. Um, did he MVP anyone? Yeah, he MVP the dragons. Oh, the dragons. I didn't remember that. Um... Bench. Who did you bench? I benched J.K. Rowling, John Tiffany, and Jack Thorne. Um, but this time, especially J.K. Rowling, because it's Hogwarts. They wouldn't let anything harm the students. And you were like, yes, let's put this play on. Yeah. I benched Delphi because she's a grown-ass woman and needs to chill. She is that. She so. is that. Um, Dahlia benches Ludo for that commentating, get a new job, man. My goodness. Yeah. Um, Amani benches Albus because if he's still here, 
um, or Albus because he's still here, and also Delia for us even doing this. If we were going to read fanfic, couldn't it have been the survivor? Couldn't it have been the survivor? Also, our Slack bot says a wild robin appears, and boom, I'm here. Why aren't we reading an actually amazing piece of work? Transformative work, even, some may say. Um, I'm some. I'm some, I say. Um, <laughs> Tiana benches J.K. Rowling and fellow writers of this. Also benched for Rowling. Also benched for Rowling for not... Um, for Albus and Scorpius being best friends. They're best friends like the duos on House Hunters who call themselves roommates for 12 years. <laughs> <laughs> They're best friends like Robin and Whitney. Yep. Indeed. Indeed. Um, cool. That's it. That's this it. This part isn't as bad. And I say this. Because what's coming because up? Because <laughs> I was angry reading this act and like this part didn't really make me angry so i realized it was later on it built it's a build into what the hell (laughs) is going on in this here the Alyssa Alyssa edwards what the hell is going on in here on this today what the good fuck what indeed um all right well so thank you for listening um, next week, we will discuss Act 2, scenes 8 through 15 of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. We have a special guest joining us. So that will make it bearable. <laughs> <laughs> bearable? Um, or make it entertain- more I mean, entertaining. Well, I think it'll make it more entertaining, but I also think it'll make it slightly more bearable because, yeah. like... Shit, yeah. Um, make sure to follow along. Let us know who you think is the real MVP and who has been for the chapter. Um, and then join the conversation on Twitter, at WeBlackAndNerds, hashtag WizardTeam. Um, and you know, if you want us to continue to, um, hurt ourselves, then uh, give us 50 bucks and we will do the screenplays. Oh God. All right. See you next week. Looks like somebody already gave us 50 bucks. Samnika, how dare you? I thought we were friends, yo. So, guess that's a thing that's happening when we finish Cursed Child. Um, Thanks, no thanks. (laughs) (laughs)